hello and welcome to Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour. Hello, hello everyone. Happy Thursday. My name is Jackie Janik and I'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And you are watching Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour. Real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And this week we have a repeat offender for our co-host. Her name is Michelle Flagello, and she is at, she's just joining, the Millennial in Motion. She was on our season one, episode six, when we were just little, little babies, and she did an exceptional job. She has traveled the world. Well, have you, Michelle? You have. And we want to get the skinny on where she is today and what she's doing. Michelle is a lover of travel, adventure, and trying new things, and we're going to hear about those new things coming up. Let's get Michelle on. I'm so excited to see her like on our same time zone we would dm each other in different time zones I was like what time is it for you hello hi how are you you? good it's so nice to see you me too I love your hair oh thank you my cousin just cut (laughs) it for me um we're like in the same time zone and I was just saying like random times I'm up at all hours and it seems like you're up at all hours and we DM'd and I'm like why is she up well that's what we had talked about me coming on another episode and I was like I'm I'm usually sleeping I like to watch your episode the next day I'm usually sleeping when you go live so we're in the same time zone I'm in Maine right now so how is that yeah how are you are you jet lagged or anything cold um (laughs) I am. I'm a. Uh, I'm also still teaching on Myanmar time zone. So um, I'm. Oh. So I teach from ten forty p.m. until I usually sign off about two two thirty. But um, my kids are online until four forty a.m. So. Oh my um. god. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So when do you sleep? I guess from four to whenever. Yeah, I like last night I fell asleep around three, three thirty, and then I woke up at ten. So I got a good seven hours. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Oh my god, that's a, well. I wanted you to like fill us in. I know you're gonna talk about the pod, but I was just listening to it, and <laughs> I love the one, uh, the bird episode. <laughs> yeah, like, that's really random information. So can we just start there because I think it's like just the awesome thing it's like can you talk about it like why did you start a podcast and what is it called yeah so um okay it kind of started as a joke like I was traveling around so um because of the political situation in Myanmar me and a few friends left Myanmar and went to Thailand so we could be teaching in the same time zone so I didn't have to do this night shift for uh like three months so we went to Thailand and they're just really curious people like so we just get into these conversations and like um we were driving around on the motorbikes and one day it would be like all of a sudden this cold wind would come in and we were like how does it's really warm weather like what is this cold air what does it mean so I just started researching like some of the things that we were we were talking about and then I would send them voice notes just basically explaining what I learned. So then I was just like, you know what, I'm going to host it on a platform. And then I started sharing it with other people. So um, I've been having a lot of fun with it though, because I've learned a lot of new random things and people ask questions and I'm able to share and connect with people. And so it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Um, And it's called? Uh, The Knowledgeist. 
Phenologist. And I like how you start your local knowledgeist. <laughs> well, it, originally it started, we were talking a lot about weather-related things. So I, we were saying, oh, I'm a weatherist. Like I was just making up a word. And, um, you know, your local weatherist. And then I kept the local part and uh, just changed it to the knowledgeist because I realized there's more than just weather that I'm interested in learning about. So. Yeah, I like that people like you take questions because I feel like I need to submit one because it just goes on your like it's in your DNA for learning and growth and exploring. And just the question, I just found it really like interesting about the birds. Like, why don't birds ever fly into each other? Like, that's a really <laughs> good question. And you're like, they just all veer right. Like, why can't we all just veer right? <laughs> yeah, like what a random thing. But yeah. But yeah, that kind of goes into, so that course that I was talking about, I realized like a few weeks ago, I said, this is why I enjoy it so much, because I'll talk a little bit about the course, but um, in this course, they have you do, it's called the Science of Wellbeing, and it's um, a Yale course, it's hosted on uh, Coursera, but we, um, me and my stepmom had taken this course last year, and one of the things was like, find your strength, so when I had like what I discovered, like one of my strengths was like love of learning. So part of the program was to intentionally incorporate things that like you like intentionally learn something new every day. And by learning and retaining the information, you should learn it and then explain it to someone and then it really sticks in your mind. So um, I realized a few weeks ago, I was like, I think that's why I enjoy it so much because I'm using one of my strengths. Like I'm learning and I'm also able to connect with people. And so um, but yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it. And that's what, what made me think about the course again, like reliving that course. It was an interesting course. Can you tell us more about the course? Like, uh, again, your, uh, your like hunger for learning. So you take up courses and tell us a bit like, when did you do this? Why did it come up? And what'd you get out of it? Yeah, I had come up. So last year during, um, COVID, I had flown back from Myanmar to spend some time in Maine with my family. And I came up here about April and my stepmom was like, oh, I found this course. Like, do you want to take it with me? So I was like, sure. It was like 10 weeks. And each week you focus on like a different, they call them rewirements. And what the rewirements mean is you're basically trying to uh, rewire your habits. Like, so you're creating new habits that are ultimately supposed to make you happy. So one of the weeks you focus on your strengths, you like you took all these tests to determine what are your strengths, like creativity, honesty, kindness. Um, like love of learning curiosity and then you do things intentionally to like bring out your strengths because we naturally like I naturally have a love of learning so I, I do it without even trying but if you intentionally do it it's supposed to make you happier um, some of the other things were savoring just like being in the moment uh, gratitude meditation just getting enough sleep exercise so each week you focus on like a different topic and then they talked about all of these things that like researchers have found that bring us happiness um one of the most interesting parts which kind of aligns with my like my how i live my life is that experiences generally bring us more happiness than uh, material items and uh well, just to go off of one on that, like the material items, they become, you basically adapt to them. They're just around all the time where the experiences, they would come and go. So 
that we look forward to the experiences, the whole thing about like planning a trip, we look forward to it. It brings us happiness even to like anticipate the trip and then go on the trip. And then when you come home, you share about your trip, you uh, connect with others and all of that is supposed to, I guess, make us happier than just buying a new computer. And then it's just, (laughs) then it's there. And then you're like, okay, or I have a new handbag. Great. I have another, you know, um, no, I totally agree. And sometimes the experiences I enjoy aren't even that elaborate of the moment. Like this is an experience that I love doing. And it's like, not costly or just experiences of just being around people taking walk now as I've gotten older I really enjoy like when you were young or you're still young making fun of old people who like it to be quiet you're always like why do old people always want everything quiet or not loud I'm getting to that space (laughs) I'm like I'm getting to that space where I like the experience of quiet And now I know why older people have said that is because there's so much noise constantly. And more than like, I'm sure when my grandmother was a child, there was no such, I mean, she didn't even have dishwashers or washing machines or like she had none of these things. So I was like, how is there all that noise? But now I just like crave learning like you. I love to learn and like just curious of like other people and like why do they do things i'm curious of human habits like why do people do what they do like what what are they thinking you know and um yeah these kind of experiences so um that sounds like such a fun course oh no you're spinning oh there we go are you back are you there I can see you now. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, you were spinning a little, or I was spinning. I don't know who is um, Wi-Fi. Oh, there. There's my friend Allie who joined, and she's like one of my experiences. Like she's gonna comment. Um, hanging out with her or just our phone calls. We talk when I'm on my ride home from work, and I enjoy that time with her because it's like that's an experience. I know I'm gonna laugh. I know I'm going to. Um, yeah, probably just mostly laugh the whole entire time. Oh, oh no, cut out again. There you go. Thanks for the uh, the wave alley. Yeah. So okay, so now you're teaching, um, and what is you said that looks like at night and over? How are the students doing there? How is the virtual learning for your students? Yeah, it's crazy because these students have been online since March uh, 2020. So it's been over a year. Um, they, you know, it's kind of weird because we get well adjusted um, to the online, the virtual learning. We were actually supposed to go back into the classroom on February 1st. My, We were doing like staggered and my class was uh, scheduled for day one. And then that morning there was a military coup and it was, you know, it was an unsafe situation. So well, we weren't really sure what to expect at the time. And so we've not been able to go into the classroom, um, which is why I made the decision to leave. We aren't going back in for the rest of the year, but um, yeah, I only have one more week. So we're basically finishing up stuff, but the kids are, you know, they missed the classroom. They missed each other, but we were talking yesterday, they found out I was leaving the school and they were really sad. And, you know, they were like, we had really created like a connection and we were still able to have a great experience, have a great year together. And, um, you know, even through the computer, which is just something that we never really expected. 
No, and like, yes, you can stay in touch with all, but it's just like being in person and having the energy of the kids. Or I'm sure they hugged you and things like that, and they like to be with you. I mean, you do that for others. So, um, oh, so they're going to miss you. And the last episode you were on last year, they watched. <laughs> they watched uh, Beyond Small Talk. Oh, we're losing you a little bit, but... Is it your Wi-Fi or mine? Because you know. I, I think it might be mine. Let me see if I'm gonna switch to my computer. So she's gonna come back, but uh, I didn't she's gonna get off anyway so we're gonna talk more with michelle about her travels and i hope she knows i don't think you can do ig live from your computer but i'm sure she'll find out um shortly anyway check out her podcast it's called the knowledgeist and it has these like three to four minute clips of very interesting things one i just listened to i was talking about birds like why don't birds fly into each other? I mean, good question. The other one is talking about our teeth bones. I had no idea. I think that, oh, here she is. I think it's also these questions make me feel like, how do I not know the answers? Like, how do I live 45 years and never even know these things? Um, which. Hi. <laughs> Oh, you're back. Okay, good. I was like, I oh did discover you cannot do it from your computer. I heard you. Say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be better now. So uh, the Wi-Fi here in Maine could sometimes be in and out. Um, so it oh, seems yeah. no worries. Lot. So that's good. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh my God, you still heard me talking, and I was like, and I was talking about your pod again. I don't know why. I'm just so intrigued by it, and I'm like the little lessons I learned in three to four minutes. I'm like, someone could just like literally listen and learn something new every day, like you said, and then repeat it to somebody else and retain that information. So cute. Oh, no. We're losing her again. Anyway, so the next question, if you have a question for Michelle, you know, add it to the comments. Um, if you want the knowledgeist to research more about what you need, I'm promoting you, Michelle. And like, if anybody wants to hear from the knowledgeist, um, fill in a type in a question, she'll do the research and then get back to you on that. So that would be great. Yeah. Um, so what's next? So I always say the country wrong. Myanmar. Uh, no. Myanmar. Yeah, Myanmar, Myanmar. Um, yeah, I was really sad to leave. It was, you know, I left under terrible circumstances. Um, I was not ready. I had signed on to be there for a fourth year. But I, in the moment, I just felt like it was time. Um, some other opportunities came up. So I'm in my transition stage. I'm home for the summer. And then on to a new, brand new experience and a brand new continent. I'm going to Colombia. Oh, yes. Okay, awesome. Do you know Spanish? Uh, I'm currently taking some Spanish lessons online, but I do. I know very, very basic. So um, I'm hoping to be able to take some lessons online and then pick it up hopefully a bit when I get there, maybe do some language courses. Everywhere I go, I, I like to learn at least a little bit of the language, but um, I 
want to be committed to becoming good at speaking Spanish. Uh, in the other countries, it's been a bit harder. The languages are uh, not as similar. Like Spanish is a little bit similar to English, so it might be easier. Uh, in Myanmar and Vietnam and Korea, it's, the alphabet's different. And um, in Myanmar, it's very tonal, so it's hard to like, you think you're pronouncing something correct and people have no idea what you're saying. So it's, it could be frustrating, but <laughs> Spanish hopefully will be a bit easier. <laughs> yeah. And why did you choose Colombia? What was it about Colombia? Well, I definitely wanted to be either in South or Central America. And I had found this school a couple of years ago and I was really drawn to the school and like um, how they approach things they are really focused on teaching like different character traits and uh, building like the student social emotional learning knowledge and so I was happy when I wound up getting an opportunity there because I had been looking at that school for a while now so yeah oh that's so exciting and I guess it's just easier commute if you ever have to come home to see your family it's way easier than coming from halfway across the world yeah they booked the school books the flight for me so they booked my flight and it's a five-hour flight from new york and i was like this doesn't even feel like i'm going abroad anymore i'm so close to home <laughs> like i could just come home for the weekend if i That's needed in colombia's five hours i had no yeah. idea i'll be um in cartagena which is in the very northern part of uh, south america so and um, yeah, it was just five hours away. It's like, wow. Oh my God. And how do you start to act? Are you going to do the same as you've done in the past? Like, how do you acclimate to the new community that you're in? Yeah, so I've, in the last couple of months, I've been in a weird stage where I'm like, did I make the wrong decision? Should I stay in Myanmar? Like you get so comfortable and it's really hard to just pick up and I'm leaving all my friends, my school, like I've been really comfortable there and you know, it's terrifying. Like I have no friends there. I don't know how to get around. I don't know how to speak the language. So it's, it's definitely scary. Um, and I just, you know, when I get there, I hope that I'm in a supportive environment. I'm able to meet people. And then my go-to is, always, I think I talked about it on the last episode, but I love playing sports. So my go-to is to find a soccer game and just get involved and meet people. And um, so hopefully, I'm, Colombia is like the soccer capital, I think, of South America. They say a lot of famous um, football players come from Colombia and Cartagena specifically that's what the school had told me so um, hopefully oh, I think be I know that name yeah my nephew Desi is like entrenched in that world so I feel like <laughs> I know yeah I feel like you can find soccer down there <laughs> yeah I hope so. hopefully not all the pros hopefully there's some people that play like me <laughs> <laughs> but that's a smart way to start like finding community and building your network in a totally new country when you're going there again like by yourself you said you get comfortable even in a new country you're you've been comfortable there and now to yep. start it feels like well does it feel like you're starting over again or maybe not really because you have a lot more skills and experience and knowledge I mean definitely because like I'm going into like a new job a new yeah, a new continent, a new country, new like new everything. Um, nothing will be familiar at all, and yeah, it'll be it'll 
definitely uh, pull me out of my comfort zone and force me to do things that make me uncomfortable. But, um, you know, that's what I guess comes with living this kind of lifestyle. Like, I will always have to face these challenges unless I stay at the same place. But, yeah. So, I, part of me wanted someone at my old, my current school to say, just stay, like, because I wanted it out. I was nervous. I committed, but I really was you know, second guessing if it was the right choice. But um, I've been getting more and more excited, especially as, as it comes closer. So my flight is booked. So yeah, no, I'm backing sure. out. Oh. <laughs> no backing out. And I'm sure, you know, what's going on in the country is difficult to watch and, you know, probably played a role in helping you make a decision. Yeah. Uh, there is probably no way for me to even get back to Myanmar at this rate um, because of what's happening but you know I really valued my time there and it will always you know be a part of who I am it was a really great experience it was my first international school too so as a like starting my career as a teacher this was you know it will like stay with me forever I'll always remember like the school and my experience and my kids yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you never, you remember your teachers. You always remember certain yeah. teachers, right? I do too. And I'm sure that's how they feel about you. Um, but starting this new thing is exciting. So living conditions. So when you first started moving, that's all I asked you. Well, where's like the bathroom? Like we were just so amazed from your Xyloware family of like how you pack so light. and like just moving into not always the most well per me didn't seem like super comfies of you know yeah america but hey so it's more than just like the shower over the toilet yeah that i think um i'm not sure how it is in columbia but someone i spoke with a new teacher that i'll be working with this week and she said when you get set up with your apartment like make the apartment has like a water heater so I was like okay that's a thing like if I don't ask for a water heater I might not get one so um just things like that that you don't really think about in the U.S. um it will you know it'll be different wherever you are but uh but yeah so they've been sending me apartments to look at and it's amazing because it's it's like a beach town so I'll be maybe having a balcony oh nice yeah so. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Do you want to tell us anything else? Like what else have you been learning? And has anything come up in like the self-reflection being home? Yeah, it's just, it's always different coming home. I want to see everyone and make sure I have enough, you know, I say, Hey, I'm coming home for two months. It feels like a really long time, but by the time I, you know, my mom's in Florida, my brother's currently in Utah, I'm planning trips to those two places, I'm up in Maine, that's like one whole month, and it, you know, I never feel like I have enough time to see everyone, um, especially last year, I didn't get to see people, so it's it's hard coming home, it's different, um, the other day, I went to the grocery store just to pick up uh just a snack and I just got lost because it was so big like, compared to what I'm used to. So it was, um, yeah, I enjoy grocery shopping now. <laughs> That's so interesting, just things that you started getting accustomed to, like how you said, I guess in different countries, it's not as massive as we are here, right? Like, do they have Costco's there and buying in bulk and all these kind of things? It's just different, right? Yeah. It's well, a different lifestyle. 
Yeah, well, that's what when I go to Colombia, I don't know like what they won't, will and won't have. Um, over the last few years, though, even in Myanmar, things have changed. One of the things I love when I come home is craft beer, but they recently had a bunch of craft uh, beer places open in Yangon, Myanmar. So, you know, when I got home, I was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm missing that so much. I've had it. Um, so things are changing constantly everywhere, but um, it's still like it will be new and different. And yeah, I'm excited for the opportunity and yeah, hopefully all goes yeah. as planned. Well, uh, there's tons of craft beer in Long Island City, so I need to send you some. <laughs> it's um all over the place. Yes, I've been taking a liking to craft as well, been getting more um, liking that than my Stella. So, yeah. I think when we worked together, I didn't even like beer. I wasn't drinking, like, it was like a new thing for me that I started liking it a few years ago. I love it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, me too. A little too much. And that puts on the weight. Um, but whatever. It just tastes good, right? It's the experience. It's the experience, the experience of a craft beer. And, like, have you ever talked to, like, a beer master? No. Talk to one of them? Okay. So, like, there's so many breweries in Long Island City, and we get to talking to people and whatever. And, like, the beer master's there. It's such a craft. And on how you... I don't even know the proper terminology, but with all the big, like, I don't know any of the terminology yet. I was just in awe by this man's passion around crafting this beer. And all I could see is like him turning it. Like this is in my head going on is what he does in the <laughs> middle of the night. And I make up this whole story, but again, going on when you find people that are so passionate and like really into what they're doing, um, that lights me up. That just makes me like wanting to ask 30,000 questions on like, why this, <laughs> why beer master? <laughs> you just want to hear that them talking more about you know something they love so much it's really yeah that's cool oh i have to go find a craft what did you call it craftman craft beer it's a beer master that's my question for the knowledgeist like a beer master what do they really do like what is i just heard it was a beer master and i was like oh and there's different tiers of beer masters and like if you're in the top tier brewery or you're just in like the no offense, Budweiser, but like the Budweiser tier brewery, it's this whole <laughs> world apparently. And I'm starting to learn a little bit more. Um, it's just, it, again, I'm interested because people get so involved with it. And then when they drink it, it's like, I guess, wine connoisseurs or wine people. I don't know what they're names are you know like when wine tasting and all that these yeah. people are really into like the whole taste and the experience of the beer not like chugging it like my nephew's doing college right they are doing something different these people really like i don't know the experience and that's what they're I, savoring it that was about. part of the, the course they're really savoring um the moment that they're tasting the beer and the experience of them doing it so uh, that was one of the whole uh that was one week was the focus of savoring. So just taking a hot shower and savoring the, the water or eating a sandwich, drinking a beer. So just like being present and full, fully in that moment, um, smelling the beer, absorbing the beer. And, you know, just it becomes like an experience. And that's what makes us happy. Yeah. 
that's a perfect ending. And thank you for adding about savoring because I truly enjoy showers. I like the whole process. And half the time, you know, my husband, um, he's always like, what do you do in there for 20 minutes? And it's not that I, you even do anything. It's like, I'm savoring. Thank you. Now I have an answer. <laughs> what, I'm asking, what are you doing? I'm savoring <laughs> the moment because it just feels good. And I like the experience. Yeah. And that's Thank great. Like that. if we develop these habits that yeah make us happier, then that's what we ultimately all want, right? Be happy. <laughs> we need a lot more happier people around, right? Yeah, always. Um well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So you're departing in a few months. Yeah, I was just booking some flights today to visit uh, my brother in Utah and my mom in Florida. So I'll be in and out, but yeah, uh, I leave the end of July, so I'll take it all in in the U.S. until then. I'm not yeah, enjoying cool. this cold weather in Maine, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like weird weather, but um, but thank you for showing up for us today and sharing about happiness and savoring and being present and just, um, I really enjoy being on your adventure with you, even though you don't know I'm on your adventure with you, but I'm telling you, I um, and everybody else out there, follow the millennial in motion and your writing's beautiful and how you share your experiences. I truly, truly enjoy and you do make um, changes in people's lives. So thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Um, thank you everyone for watching Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at four o'clock. Check out Michelle again, the millennial in motion and the knowledgeist. It's on Spotify. Check it out. And ask her a question, because I already just put in my question. Beer master. Yeah, beer master. That? I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Watch Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at 4 o'clock and catch us on your favorite pod. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.